0: From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Brigham Young University produces a lot. Of great musicians. Its folk groups have traveled the world, playing for audiences of all kinds, and here at home they draw crowds that rock stars would envy. Our guests tonight come from among those musicians. Together, they're a seven-member student supergroup called Mountain Strings. A bass player, a pianist, a percussionist, a couple of guitars, a couple of banjos, a fiddle, a mandolin, and a repertoire of classic tunes designed to leave audiences tapping their toes. Maybe the best way to describe the Mountain Strings experience is in the words of their percussionist. Jake Garing. Jake said, a lot of the music we play is obviously older. We're not playing pop tunes, he said. We play the kind of music that audiences who are in their fifties, sixties, and seventies heard when they were our age. We're lucky they're a big part of our demographic. He went on to say they're going to be hearing the music they heard when they had their first kiss or got their first car. It's really a special experience to see people melt for a minute when they go back to these great memories. That's why this music is really touching and why all of us have chosen to stick with it. It's a particular brand of nostalgia. Well, get your nostalgia cups ready. They're going to get full up today. We're happy to have Mountain Strings with us on Highway 89 for an hour of music, conversation, and that nostalgia. Let's begin with the music. Here are the musicians of Mountain Strings with a classic. You recognize Arkansas Traveler here on Highway 89. We are live today, as always, on Highway 89 in Studio 6. Some great musicians. We're glad to be talking with lots of them, including Jake Gearing, who we quoted earlier. I thought, how can it be in college and know about nostalgia? But I guess people who pay attention to music and stuff like that. I uh, guess. You feel it. Yeah, that's got to be it. So how many times have you played Arkansas Traveler so far in your...
1: You know, since, since the group, it's not even worth counting so many times, but uh, it's, it's, it's
0: great every time. We could tell you've played it together once or twice. That yeah, makes it really once fun. Once or twice, yeah. We quoted you talking pretty enthusiastically about that music that you play, the nostalgia mm-hmm. of it. And before you were part of this group, did you ever picture playing
1: this kind of music you know my mother's side of the family they're Appalachian right so they're from, they're from West Virginia and this kind of stuff was in my blood you could say right from a young mm. age that doesn't mean I just listened to it I listened to a wide variety of music but it's definitely something that feels natural to me because of that
0: yeah. Good. I won't ask if they had a still. but No, um, <laughs> that's smart. Thank you. For okay. For <laughs> Take a minute and introduce us to the members of the group, if you
1: would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, enough's been said about me. I'm on the drums, right? I'm on the cajon. Over here on the piano, we have Aubrey Nielsen from Burley, Idaho. She is incredible. She's a wonderful musician, as are all of them, right? Uh, we have on bass with us tonight our good friend and director, Mark Gessleson. He's a wonderful musician. We've been really blessed to have his leadership and talent here. On guitar over there is Mr. Sam Higby from McLean, Virginia, another Appalachian soul. We're really grateful to have him. Brings a good flavor to the group. Next to him is uh, Laura Waters on fiddle. She's won about every award there is to win, and uh, we're pretty grateful for that. Next to her, we have Brielle, right? Brielle's from New Hampshire, and she's from New Hampshire. There's the, I don't know if we could compliment her any more than that. No, she's an incredible mandolin player. And the next to her is Isaac Gesselson on banjo and guitar. I should have mentioned Sam's on banjo and guitar as well. We're lucky to have their viable talent because they can go back and forth at any point. They can trade between the instruments.
0: So that will that gives us a lot of uh, opportunities. Go ahead and introduce us to this next pair. We're going to hear Susie and Crave Ice Cream. Tell me about these. Right. So we have Susie.
1: This is um, it's going to harken back to sounds of kind of swing from the 30s and 40s, but um, it was originally this this kind of techno piece, and what we did was we um, we kind of made it folky again, and it, it's it's really groovy. We're going to have some fun jazz scatting in there on Laura's part. And then Crave Ice Cream is a particular BYU specialty. We're going to be talking about the BYU creameries. Um, it's, it's just the kind of song you can't help but dance.
0: All right. Yeah. Jake, thank you. We'll let you take your place atop what looks like just a crate, but is the cajon, the percussion we're hearing today. Here are Mountain Strings with a pair of tunes Susie and Crave Ice Cream. Sell it. Live from Studio Six. This is Highway 89. Our guests in studio today: seven members of the Mountain Strings. We'll be talking with several of them, including their director right now, Mark Geslison. And I have to ask you, Mark, "A Susie and Crave Ice Cream." Where did that song come from? Uh, "Susie"
2: is actually a song by a French group, a pop group called Caravan Palace. One of our clogging choreographers brought that to us and said, we're going we're gonna to do a dance to this piece. Can you play it? And I said, yeah. <laughs> we can always play it. Whenever the dance side of our, uh, of our lives, when those people come to us and say, we want to do this, can you play it? It's a big mistake to say no. So we always say yes. And it was fun for us because it's a little bit of modern pop mixed with 30s gypsy jazz. And who wrote the Creamery song? Someone who knew what that was. Anybody? Yeah, I wrote the lyrics. Don't tell anyone this, but it's a, it's a country song. I just rewrote the lyrics. Okay. Your secret is safe. Yeah, my se- that's my just secret. Just
0: you and me and whoever listens to this show.
2: <laughs> so how long has this group been playing together? It predates me by a couple of decades. The group has existed since 1964. In the 1960s and 70s, even in the 80s, it didn't necessarily have a name. Back in those days, before there was a director the group was was formed out of the Folk Dance Club at BYU. Just who could play an
0: instrument. Yeah, and... yeah
2: back in those days, the director would go to the big club nights and say, who plays something, anything? Uh-huh. And sometimes they'd have two accordion players, a piano player, and a, and, a, and a guitar. And that's what they'd take on tour. And then in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, a director was brought in, and I'm only the second director of this group. So it's been, it's been going on for a long time.
0: That must be so interesting to you to see that evolving I assume every year with a slight change of personnel.
2: Exactly. It's a challenge, and yet I think that we've kind of got it figured out as well. We don't always have, like, we, we, we can't always say, well, we need these instruments, and those people always exist at BYU. There isn't always a banjo player at BYU, at least of the, of the skill level that we need for example. Uh-huh. And you got two here today. Yeah. <laughs> so We're happy about that.
0: You've talked with some affection though about this group in particular. Tell me about these
2: guys, this group here today. I would say that Mountain Strings has has for many years had this culture of family about them, but I feel that it is maybe at its pinnacle right now. These guys are really good friends. They, they love each other. They take care of each other. They do things together. They don't come to class and then say, see you later, come back to class next time. There's a lot of communication that goes on between them. And there's a lot of care going into the music. They want the music to be good, and they don't want it to be just music. They want it to be emotional and mostly the kind of emotion that would relate with fun, just good fun music. You know, this next set
0: has everything from a pop hit sort of slash country to an old-timey hymn. So tell us about this Lost Indian Country Roads, and I'll fly
2: away. Okay, well, a few months ago, maybe about a year ago in class, one of our students said, Hey, can we do Country Roads? And I remember thinking, you know, I grew up, that was maybe the first song I ever played on guitar. And I said, sure, we can do that as long as we do it our way. Mm-hmm. And, I, and so I said, let's let's work on it now and let's decide how we want to do it. So we ended up doing it in what I would call an Appalachian style with with the old frayling clawhammer mm-hmm. banjo style. And Lost Indian, which we put in the medley with that, is a tune born in the Appalachian mountains. It comes from there. And if it were played any other way, it wouldn't sound right. So they just naturally went together. I'll Fly Away is maybe the most quintessential American gospel song. It's just one of those songs that everyone wants to sing along with. It's a lot of fun to sing.
0: Let's hear Mountain Strings. We're speaking with their director, Mark Gesslason, who is sitting in on bass for this season as they play for us a medley, Lost Indian, Country Roads, and the old hymn, I'll Fly Away.
3: country roads.
4: Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life
3: is old, there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, blowing like a breeze. Shore, I'll fly away.
0: Our performers today, together, they are called Mountain Strings, coming to you live, as always, on Highway 89. Laura Waters, singing, also one of the fiddlers. Laura, thanks for coming in. It's so nice the group to be today. here. Thank you. Interesting. None of you are music majors. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? So were you just looking for some sort of musical outlet while you were at school?
4: Yeah, I actually, I transferred to BYU because I heard about this group. Mm. I've been a music major before, but this is a really great way, I think, for all of us to just express that musical side of ourselves. And it's a good outlet, stress outlet. So and when it. did
0: you first get interested in the fiddle? Was it Suzuki Method <laughs> or was it danger danger danger
4: ding which was the So I started with Suzuki Method when I was uh-huh. six and then I found a really amazing set of f- fiddle teachers actually in Idaho Falls area is where I grew up. Joe and Jackie Sites are their names, and they're both multiple time national champions, and so I heard them, heard them play, and I wanted to learn the fiddle so bad. So I started with them and then I started getting into competitions and it just kind of took off from there.
0: That's great. You know, I've got to squeeze in one more question that we want to get back to music, but this is interesting to be in a group where you know there's an exit date, like you graduate. (laughs) What is that like knowing there's a deadline on this?
4: Well, I hadn't really been thinking about it until lately. We're kind of going through some of our last as a group this year because some of us are graduating. I'll, I'll be graduating in a year and a half, but it's very sad to think about that. But also I think this is a great springboard for us think each of us hopefully will continue doing folk music. And we really hope to keep playing music together as a group. Just kind of like Mark said earlier, we, we really are like a family. We love playing together and and we're great friends. So we nice. hope that it doesn't have to end.
0: Well, these next two songs, one uh, I'm kind of familiar with, Cumberland Gap. Tell me about this one that has my favorite title of the of the evening, When God Dips His Pen
4: of Love in My Heart. <laughs> Great name, isn't it? <laughs> so, this is an old gospel tune. We sing it and play it in the style of Allison Krauss. So, it's fun fun for us because the girls get to do the three-part yeah. harmony, and it's probably, I would say, probably our biggest crowd pleaser when we perform it. People just love it. They start tapping their toes, start snapping with us, and it's really fun for us as well.
0: Very nice. Uh, we'll let you take your place. Laura Waters, she's singing and also playing fiddle with Mountain Strings. They're about to give us Cumberland Gap and When God Dips His Pen of Love in My Heart. Cumberland Gap, and When God Dips His Pen of Love in My Heart, we are listening to Mountain Strings today. Sam Higby over there, he's been playing a couple of different banjos. Sam, you guys have traveled around and done quite a bit together. Tell me some of the places
5: you've gone and what you've gotten to do together. So um, every year, this group gets to go on tour with the International Folk Dance Ensemble. Most recently, we went to um, Belgium, France, and Poland with them. So we got to uh, play a lot of American music representing our country in both dance and music at at some festivals. In previous years, when I wasn't with this group, they've gone to Southeast Asia, they've toured the United States. This year, we're going to China next summer with several BYU groups are playing a big Chinese show that we're really looking forward to.
0: So when you're someplace, when you're in Europe, for instance, and you're playing this music, how do the
5: crowds react? they love it because we bring a real love for our music and i think that really shows on stage they always turn the banjo all the way up so you can always be sure the banjo will be heard but everyone's tapping their feet we're especially when we go on tour we um dress like americans we'll wear western shirts and cowboy boots and and we really get into it so it's blast well getting into it
0: that's the thing you guys besides being that you're not just the backup band for the dancers you guys engage the audience and perform yourselves
5: Yes, that's one of our favorite parts. While it's very fun to play with the dancers and there I think there's a unique there's something special that happens when dance and live music comes together. There's an interplay between the musicians and the dancers that's hard to replicate in another setting. But it's also very fun for us to do our own performances. We we perform for various Functions and other functions, and we get to, you know, kind of take center stage and, and show the people what we can do with our music. I'm not sure the banjo ever needs to be turned up, it <laughs> to cut through all
0: the way. That's <laughs> so, right. tell me about Dancing on the Strings and the Wait songs we're going to hear now.
5: Dancing on the Strings is a really fun one because that is an idea that was actually born on a park bench in Belgium as we were sitting outside one of these festivals. The tune Song on the String, which is an Alison Krauss song. That's one that Laura Fiddler has, has wanted to do for a while. Our bassist last year had wanted to do the Steve Miller Band song Dance, Dance, Dance. And so we're we're playing around with both of those, and then we realize, wait a minute, these chord progressions are really similar. They go together really well, and it's a lot of fun. The Wait is another... 70s song from a group called the band yeah. and it is it's a fun one because we all get to sing a little bit jam out and just really get in a good groove nice well
0: we are hearing mountain strings just spoke with sam higby we'll see which of the banjos he picks up we're going to listen to a medley dancing on the strings followed by the weight
6: i mm-hmm.
5: I was feeling really about half past dead. I just need to find a place where I can lay my head. But hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? You just grin, shook my hand. But no, one was all he said. Take a load off.
0: Live on Highway 89, you're listening to Music and Conversation, Dancing on the Strings, followed by The Weight. We'll chat a bit more with Mountain Strings in just a moment, but first, one more tune. Here is David's Jig, live from Studio 6. David's jig. Today in studio, we have Mountain Strings, seven players, a few more instruments than that, but they keep trading around, so none of the instruments gets very lonely for long. Isaac Gesleson has been singing, playing guitar and banjo. We mentioned, Isaac, that none of you are music majors, but what does this do for your
6: overall college experience to add this into the mix? Yeah, you know, I always wonder about all the other students that don't do anything extracurricular and I just wonder how they're having a good time. You know, I'm sure they're having a great time, but we're having a much better time. That's You're all I not tell you. here
0: to have a good time, you're here to get
6: good <laughs> we No, we're, we have a, a great time and the academic stuff is all important and we, we put a lot of time into that, but this is the one thing we can do to relieve our stress and just come and have a really good time. Now you have the same last name as our bassist today. So uh,
0: you're part of a musical family. Were you allowed to just sort of gradually pick an instrument or
6: at some point were you handed an instrument with strings and told, this is what we do? Yeah. The bass player is my father. I chose to play guitar. Um, I think I can't remember, but my parents asked me what I wanted to play. And so I said I wanted to play guitar. My older sister plays the fiddle, just like Laura here. And so I wanted to play something different naturally. And the guitar was my first choice. Not really sure why I chose it, but I just wanted to play it. Well, it seems to have stuck. Yeah, it did. We've got time to squeeze in one more. Tell me about Orange Blossom Special. Orange Blossom Special is the one that, uh, this is the song that we always close with. It's the best closer we can do because Laura, her fingers, they go ablaze. She goes probably as fast as she's ever played in her life. Um, and it's really fun to watch the band try and keep up with her. It's just the most fun that we have playing together. and. Uh, It's a great finale, so nice. And what a what a well-known tune to end on. This is the
0: well-known Orange Blossom Special. We're listening to Mountain Strings. That was Orange Blossom Special. They just played until smoke started coming off the fingerboard of the fiddle there. What a pleasure to have them in the studio with us. It's kind of a varsity year for this group. Lots of its members have played with Mountain Strings for a long time. And some of them, their tenure is drawing to a close. How nice to have them in studio. We had Sam Higby, guitar and banjo. Laura Waters, fiddle and vocals. Brielle Petrie, mandolin and vocals. Isaac Gesslison, guitar, banjo and vocals. Jake Garing, Cajon and vocals. Aubrey Nielsen, piano. And vocals, and the only one not singing. The director, Mark Gesselson playing the bass today. If you just caught part of the show, you want to hear the beginning or listen again, share it with a friend. It's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Follow us on Twitter at byuh89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our video team is led by Dale Green with Andrew Holderstrom. And our producer is Sam Payne. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.